Hello again. This is Steve Gretsch with a different drummer, and I um, I have a podcast called a uh, Promise of Completeness. Um, it's um it uh, I've been kind of pondering, you know, what what to do about you know the various trials and um, kind of looking at scripture for that. And once again, you go to James and um, I. I used to have a teacher long ago, and he would say, "Don't don't miss the privilege of your problems." So my subtitle here is "Don't miss the privilege of problems." Um, in James one, it says, two through five, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So just I was kind of looking at that uh, section of scripture, and I just see that problems give can give us joy, perseverance, maturity, completeness, and lacking nothing. And at the end, we can ask and God for, uh, for wisdom. My wife and I have been doing that lately. We pray uh, asking God for wisdom to help us to navigate the murky waters. The, the waters are murky these days, and the unknown is, is, is before us. So we're, we're doing that. We're asking for wisdom and um, because we don't know what's ahead. And I, I guess I, I really believe that the Lord gave the Israelites manna, um, you know, they could only get one day's worth and they, they didn't know, you know, whether they were going to get it the next day. You know, I'm kind of paraphrasing there, but the Lord only gave them what they needed one day at a time. And so I, um, I, I personally just need to trust him, take it one day at a time. And, and so, um, we we also know that Paul had trouble. He had he had lots of trouble. Uh, Acts nine sixteen says, "I will show him how much he must suffer for my name." Um, that is uh, that's uh, that that's a promise for Paul, and I I would assume that um, you know we are we are is also for you know we can't claim everything, but that you know I think that. You know, if we claim the name of Christ as Paul did, we can uh, we can count that on the fact that there will be suffering and trials, and there's built-in trials just because we live on a cursed planet. And uh, but God sees this, and He's He is working. In Psalm thirty-one seven through eight, it says, "I will be glad and rejoice in your love, for you saw my affliction and knew the anguish of my soul." You have not given me into the hands of the enemy, but have set my feet in a spacious place. Um, it's interesting because I um, I live in a very uh, I, it's, I live in a city, and there's just there's it gets it at times it kind of gets to me where I I just need to get in the car and drive out to the country. I've been doing that more and more lately. And just last evening, we were driving out, uh, meeting up with some friends, and there's cornfields, and there's open fields, and it was a spacious place, and it was a good place, and it was exciting. And 
um, I saw an old, an old, uh, classic car alongside the road and I had to get out and look at it. And it was, it was just kind of thrilling. So again, I, I keep, I love to mention that in, in our trials, um, we can, we can sing. The Lord loves it when we sing to him. I, I just know he does. He's a God of music. And, um, in Psalm 32, seven, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Um, I'm a drummer, so I don't really need a lot of sheet music, but, um, I'm looking, I look forward to that music and, um, I just, um, he's, he's, he's surrounding me with these songs. And, um, lately I, as I'm even at work, um, you know, I'll get a song kind of stuck in my head and I, when, when things happen, I just, I just sing to the Lord and, um, it's, it takes my mind off of what's, you know, the things that happen, the things that are going on around, around me. The Lord also counsels us in Psalm 32, 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye upon you. Isn't that amazing? Um, I'm trying to use the word amazing less, but I, I just can't. I just can't do it. Um, and here's this verse here, our eyes are upon him. Second Chronicles 20, 12. My wife found this verse and I just, I love it. It says, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And I just, um, I, I, obviously that, that verse just speaks for itself. Um, so, uh, he's speaking to us also, um, we need to be careful with this one. I, you know, there's, I, I just want to, I just want to know myself that he's speaking to us, but he speaks through his word. Um, and that's why I love building these little, um, these little musings and these, I want them to flow and, 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 and know that the Lord is speaking to us through his word. He speaks to through his word here. So in Job 36, 15, it says, but those who suffer, he delivers in their suffering. He speaks to them in their affliction. Uh, the Lord, uh, you know, when we're afflicted, he does that. He makes us overcomers. Romans 8.37 says, no, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us, loved us. I looked up the word conqueror. That may have put this in an earlier podcast, but it says that, it says, I score a heavy victory. Isn't that cool? It's it's not like the conquerors of this world where they take over and and they cause trouble, but this conqueror scoring a heavy victory and only because of the shed blood of Jesus. That's that's the only reason. It's all because of him. And he's at work in our lives. Romans 8:29 says, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So God's working. He's work he's working in our lives and as we remember that and and go through and take it take this thing one day at a time and um get our bodies down the road. Um oh I forgot something up here. I have a pat we have a what where's where was that? Uh, my pastor always talks about or he, I heard him say this once where he says uh it's suffering and then glory, which is not great news, but it, I think it's true. We have the glory comes later, suffering, then glory. 
so we learn and grow in in our journey and in ephesians 4 14 through 15 it says then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming instead speaking the truth in love we will grow and to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is christ that's god's goal for us even in this life for us to be mature and i believe that's what completeness actually is all about being mature in Christ, knowing his word, able to serve. Philippians 4.1.6 says, Being confident of this, that he who began, began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That day is still ahead, but let's, um, I, I try to remember, let's, let's keep, I need to keep myself busy. And uh, I, I know personally that when I'm not busy and I'm, I'm, um, you know, maybe just idle too much, um, and I, I, I sit there in my own brain, um, it, it sometimes can be problematic. And so, um, I personally, I love to stay busy. And so, um, so this, anyways, the, that's not the point of this podcast, but the Lord will bring us to completeness, prepared for service. This is his promise. So, um, well, I, I'm all done, so you guys take care and have a great day.